0: Welcome to the Jungle Sit Down. This is White Gravy this week.
1: White Gravy? Really? Yep.
0: White Gravy. Peppered. Peppered. Get it? Get it? Yeah. I get it. it.
1: Yes, I fucking know.
0: Joining me this week, all the way from 2007, is Charlie Scene from Hollywood Undead. Charlie, what's it like being irrelevant? JK. Of
1: we just came out with a new album, but
0: yeah. Is he is he still part of the band? Oh, yeah, he is. Charlie yeah, Seen's still deaf, deaf part of Hollywood Undead. I, draw, I fell off when, like, everybody else did. Oh, yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> not everybody did, dude. They're still pretty no, fucking popular. It's like Cottonmouth KMK. They, they changed genres? KMK, came, man. Came They've been that, around for that's a fucking not, minute.
0: It's not a comparison. They're an underground legend. That's. Are they?
1: Ha- dude, I've seen them in concert three times.
0: They're garbage at performing. So? They come with a built in the built-in weed audience. How many songs about weed can you have, though? How awesome can ICP be? I'm not very. Not There's as awesome cat- as they- MSI, and they have more of a following. I don't know who MSI is. Flameless Self Indulgence, and they're amazing. Nope, don't know who that is. It's amazing. It's jungle pussy genre music. But uh, that's not what we're talking about, right? Gotcha.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, this week's episode's about influential games,
0: video games, Did board games, sh- oh, things like that. Any game. I knew he was gonna shift. I'm still down. Yep. Obviously, so, we're gonna be talking about Parker Brothers. Parker Brothers. Park that's right. Brothers.
1: Monopolies and the risks. The Milton's.
0: The Milton's
1: brothers. Milton's Brothers.
0: Operation. Yeah. Trouble. Trouble. You remember Sorry. Trouble? I do remember trouble. The timer one. That's one. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It gave kids anxiety
0: at a young, young age. Or is trouble the pop bubble?
1: No, that's no. Sorry. I'm thinking
0: of um. No, sorry is the, the slider.
1: Pop. No, so, sorry is the pop bubble thing. I know where you slide in it, but there's a pop bubble in the middle. No, there's no, no sorry
0: doesn't have a slider. It's just the sorry doesn't have the pop bubble. It's just the sliders and where, going where home. you like hit it and you trouble's like... the one with the pegs and the pop bubble. I think. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, what's the one with the timer? I think it's perfection. Operation. We had to fit the little squares in before the entire bed shot everything up into the air at you, and it was blue and red and had yellow pieces.
1: Fucking, I don't know, the one that gives people anxiety? Yeah. So, first thing I'm going to start it off here, we got to give the the shout-outs and the S and the Ds to Nintendo. Yes. The reason why I'm going to bring Nintendo in here, and I'm not going to start with Atari, is because while Atari, in my opinion, did start to bring the home console, the video game console, to Mm -hmm. the masses, but... It never took off in a way that, like, Nintendo did with the NES. And did I, mean, I say controller design? It's probably controller design. Because uh. it was it was the thing that started the controller. Because it was a joystick before mm-hmm. and with one button. It's not so much you could the do. ClicoVision was button. even more yeah. garbage before that. I believe there's a Philips one, too, but I don't remember what that one was called. But we're, we're going to go with Nintendo here. Just because, one, they knew what they were doing.
0: That, that was the thing. They came in. They had a plan. Simple design. Coming in off the success of the arcade cabinet, uh Mario, Donkey Kong, the, you know. Yeah, exactly. The Climber. With... Their, their licenses they started with. I
1: mean, to be honest with you, before they were making that, they were making those little pocket games. Like, Tiger Pocket games. Do you oh, know what I'm talking about? That, yeah. That was their thing. before they That's Mr. Game & Watch. From, oh, shit. Yeah. That's where they started, and then they decided to get ambitious with it
0: and go there and it, started, you know. That just makes it all the ironic when you hear, like, oh, Nintendo's advertising the new Pokemon Go watch. Yeah, no, that's probably just a rehash of something from 84.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Updated graphics, but fucking Tiger handheld consoles went hard. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I've wasted hours fucking picking one up and then just being like, how good am I at this?
0: Hey, fact checker, will you also um, check if Tiger made the uh, Macaulay Culkin talkbacker in Home Alone?
1: Oh shit, they may have. I think so. But again, Nintendo, we could talk about the... Yeah, innovation of the system, how it was popular in Japan, and then, you know, they didn't think it would succeed with an American audience, but we ate that shit up when it got over here. Oh, yes. But the thing I want to focus on are characters, licensed properties, that seem to almost, I don't want to say supersede Nintendo itself, but seem to be like the foundation that Nintendo built their empire on. it
0: is arguable that Mario as a mascot is a more recognizable, and bigger entity than Nintendo as an icon. Exactly. Because, Logo, you know, as a brand.
1: People know Mario. Huh? Absolutely. I've met people that he didn't know. Will. Yeah. That didn't know where Mario was from.
0: <laughs> from his own not game. Not Italy. <laughs> not not Italy, but, you know. From his own game, of course. Yeah. But there's people. Was oh, that, that like the like... Zelda game where he saves himself? No. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. See,
1: he, and you even touched on another one there. You know, Legend of Zelda. People fucking know the games. I know people that don't play video games that know these things. That's, I think, when a when a game s- overcomes what it actually is. It's not for gamers anymore if people who don't play games know who these people are. Like,
0: what? You know? This thing we touched on on something else before was uh, how we've influenced the zeitgeist as ourselves growing up. Oh, yeah. I think about that a lot, like, perspective and stuff. But, yeah, I think it's mostly, like, the zeitgeist. Like, we're the voice now.
1: And I'll, I'll use my son as an example. Um, obsessed with uh Mario for a long time, obsessed yeah. with Kirby. <laughs> and that's those Another are both Mar- they those are both Nintendo franchises and he sees them in the new age. He's like, Oh, I love this. This is great. It's like, but yeah, dude, if I set you down and played an NES and said here's fucking Super Mario three, play it, he'd get bored with it. It's not it's not enough for him. But the character has grown and evolved with the people who want to play it and to this new generation there. I mean, that's not even counting the Mario parties. Yeah. The Mario sports games.
0: You know, that's a good point opposite way, too. I think we played the Wii Mario Brothers. Yeah. After fucking uh, probably Mario 64 or uh, Seven Stars RPG. Oh, God.
1: Fucking uh, go I love so that game. goddamn I love hard.
0: That game. Other than that, I haven't played a ton of any of the new Mario games really at all. The first three, and then World, and then the SNES games after that. You know, it went hard then because that was my childhood. And I still have that adoration even though, I don't know, Luigi's house party's happening or... Oh, it's Luigi's Mansion 2 now, right? Yeah. Wii. Oui. I love it.
1: I like to play a little bit of all the main franchise Mario games. So, like, I never beat Sunshine, but I played Sunshine. I thought it was a good, decent game. I beat, you know, Super... Was that GameCube? Yeah. Okay. I played Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Liked them both. Never finished them. I played the Super Mario 64. I beat that. Took me
0: fucking years, but it was after the fact. You know, I don't know if I ever beat that one, though. I think the last one I beat was was uh, the RPG. Really? Yeah. I like the
1: RPG. There's a cult following for that, dude. It was honestly. really yeah. well done. It like, honestly, great. I would go for another
0: one. Relatable Maybe. characters go a long way, too. Yeah.
1: Mario, back when we were there, in, like, Mario 3, Mario 1, they were characters, but they had no heart and soul to them. You know what I mean?
0: That, there was no... Yeah, you know, he was a plumber. He wasn't a plumber. How did he get here? Didn't he? Wasn't he wasn't just trying to fight that monkey and then...
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, there there's really just a loose structure of Mario, the original games where, you know, you run here, you save the princess, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. As the games progressed and got bigger, like Super Mario 64, same premise, Bowser kidnapped the princess, but there's more layers to it. Super Mario Sunshine has nothing to do with the princess. It's all about cleaning the city up with this rocket jet thing. You have Super Mario Galaxy, that's on a larger scale. You Mm -hmm. know, you're trying to save the galaxy.
0: One of the GBA games was about... Peach and Mario are looking for Luigi or something, right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Back in the day, there were Mario games about him being lost in time. Yeah. Man, that, that one was a fun one. I forgot all about that, actually. If you want to talk about, in the last episode, we talked about how many Return to the Living Dead movies, there were 22 of them. Fucking
0: Mario
1: games. Yeah, there are so many Mario games, spin offs of Mario games. I mean, and now you're getting into Luigi's got his own series of games he has. and nice the, to that mention does Wario
0: it. and Waluigi. Exactly.
1: Wario, which was a character they made up just to give Mario another enemy, Bowser still being the top there. You got yep. the Koopa Kids. Yep. They weren't in, originally in any of the games. They got made as later on there.
0: Yeah. But Yoshi's alone, Island.
1: Exactly. Fucking Baby Mario. You know yeah. what I mean? Those games took platforming. Yes. The art of platforming. Because if you look at all the platform games, the indie games, because the, the indie platform scene is massive across the board. They change it up. You know, you, oh, you got time travel, you're doing this. But at the end of the day, it's always running one direction, jumping, and getting to the end of the level. Yes. You know, there's never a change there, which sounds simplistic, but I mean, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. They
0: only change up with the, you know, the hidden... One-ups, the secret tunnels, Different stuff like that. Different items you can get. You know, yeah. but yes, it's basic and it completely replayable. Who can get to eight fastest?
1: Yeah, and exactly. That being said, you can even say, what are you doing, in Sonic?
0: You run, run, right. run, 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 run. And yeah. then you go outside when you're not playing Sega and you put a bouncy ball in your mom's pantyhose, tie it in a knot and throw that bitch down the street and pretend you're chasing Sonic down.
1: Yep. See, there you go.
0: Thug life.
1: But you see, even Sonic, which is its own game, its own franchise, it's got mm-hmm. lots of it mm-hmm. before Sega went out of business and started selling, you know, Sonic out like a whore on the street. R I P.
0: Yeah. Now nah,
1: he's in good hands now. He is in good hands. He got bought by Nintendo. Yeah. So he's got a better life now. He's he's retired from the horror game and decided, you know, he wanted to get out in the And got a movie game. coming out. And yeah. A movie that immediately got fucking shit on and they fixed it. And then changed. Oh my
0: god, it looks so good. It looks so much better, yeah.
1: But but that being said, you're still running right. You're still jumping, it's still a platform man, mm-hmm. regardless how fast
0: you Through are. the Emerald Valley. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking awesome. Oh uh, yeah. So I, I have a crazy idea. Okay. Since I keep like lingering in on the Super Mario RPG. What if they made a Smash Bros RPG? Like the concept of the multi roster tiered but applied it to like the same way they did RPGs then.
1: I think they can do that, but they're trying to do something like that with the new Smash game. Because they're trying to put it as in, like, you start with a character, as you battle these people, you get them as your companions, and that's the way you unlock new people. It's garbage, honestly. It's garbage. I mean,
0: but it's still a fighting game there. Uh, I I wanted to give it the actual turn-based. Yeah. You know, make it an RPG game, not split hairs.
1: Yeah, I think the only problem they're going to have with that is there are several of those characters that are from actual RPG games, and I think at that point, (laughs) it would start to be stepping on those franchises. Uh. Fire Emerald is a specific turn-based strategy RPG.
0: Well, I mean, how's it how's it not stepping on them to already have them in Smash then? Well, they're just fighting. Well, they're out of their element though. They're not in the turn-based. Oh, I know they're not. Summon this. Listen, I That would... could lend the creativity to Mario being able to fucking summon uh people from the Mushroom Kingdom.
1: Yeah, dude, I would love
0: a Smash RPG. Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. Tabletop with with Smash Bros. Well, like a like an RPG, I mean, you we know, just RPG. do that, right? That shouldn't be too hard oh, to figure yeah, no, out. It's fucking. It probably already exists. We be we can't like sell it or anything. So why the fuck not just hammer one out and do it? Yeah, I mean, like I said, somebody probably already has the the
1: the RPG community is uh is. Can next you not level.
0: fucking imagine me having to be Mario through a campaign? It'd be the shiftiest Mario. <laughs> he gets to be Alucard. I'd, like I wouldn't be Alucard. Yeah. No, I, I would not I wouldn't be Alucard. Oh, I'd be solid Snake. What's well, Sorry, I don't think. Was Alucard even in Smash? No. Yeah, I thought that was a different That's one. Yeah. Fuck it. Metal Gear Solid. You guys are about Metal Honestly, Gear Solid? Fuck it. I mean, I, uh. Shame. Forgot about it. Even though I was literally like, fucking, pull out that notebook and I'm literally drawing little chibi snakes everywhere with the fucking bandana from Metal Gear Solid 1, which is what I just wrote on one of my top fives that we were going to get to later. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler? Can I have a spoiler sound editor?
1: Nah. And I got to agree with you, if we're talking about influential games from the kind of strategy action genre, which I believe is like the stealth genre as, as it's become now, I'm going to say Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation, the first hands one. down, yeah, one of the best. Swiftly followed by Tactics, the little VR uh, oh, game yeah. that came with it, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, and then you play as Ninja. Yep. Gray Fox, shout out to Gray Fox. Yep. We we'll always remember you, Frank.
1: But that game has a great
0: storyline. It's fucking awesome as far as, you Are know, it's... <laughs> Is it is it great now? Well I mean I feel I feel so twisted and convoluted in this crazy awesome thing that I started on PS one that was weird for the second and then amazing on three. Oh yeah. I thought three was three went hard.
1: Well, I mean, the story about how there's no magic, there's no witchcraft in this. This is like, uh, you know, your Kurt Russell escape
0: from L.A. Stipe type character. Vulcan Raven was magic. The tank guy used the magic raven to fucking communicate with around Psychomantis uh, was yeah, telekinetic. I, mean, I know they didn't frame it that way. But you know what I mean.
1: It's, it's not well, a I mean, fantasy game.
0: Well, in 5, they're like myth, mystic zombies, myth zombies and stuff you got to get through. What the fuck? I don't know Dude, anything about so that. Dude, it's so convoluted. I'm here, you're Kojima, man. Oh, yeah. Nah. That yeah. I mean, yeah. So he tapered magic in early anyway. But I mean, like Psycho Man is probably the best one, but it was more technological based. Yeah. But Foxhound is about essentially metahumans in an organization in the military operating. They created like New Zanzibar, fucking uh, New Haven. Big Boss was the code name for it. And they just acted as a paramilitary group and functioned as their own government for so long before even the first game took off when they set foot in Shadow Moses Island.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, but the, the thought process of, you know, these clones of uh, Big Boss, I believe was his name, yep. right? Yep. You know, how the basically this, this mastermind villain here cloned himself, you know? And if I remember right by the story, isn't Snake a clone of Big Boss?
0: Snake, Liquid. Okay, so Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, the other snake. Jack is not. Jack's a child soldier. Jack is riding. Yeah. But because it was
1: Revolver the- Revolver Ocelot's not. And Neither also... is Mantis or any of those. No,
0: no, no, no. They're their own entities. They were part of Foxhound. Yeah. So it was um, the soldiers too. It's kind of a Star Wars thing. They're also part of the Genome Project. That was the clone of Big Boss. Oh, sure, really? Kind of like a Star Wars Stormtrooper. Django yeah. fets everybody and his he, own son. He, kind he, of bullshit. <laughs> He's his own Jesus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I. Th- it, that's how it's set up. And then the um, how Liquid Snake framed it at the end of MSG One was the Leon Fontereb project, which was the twins. He didn't know about the other clones either at that point. When you fight him for on top of Metal Gear Rex. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And then, oh, I mean, Metal Gear Rex. It's all to stop terrorists from taking over a nuclear-capable vehicle. Exactly. There's fucking other Metal Gears, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, in the other games. And it's basically him constantly trying to stop the world from a threat of a a nuclear arm. Mm -hmm. A mobile one that can go anywhere for a person that basically holds no
0: allegiance to anyone uh, but themselves. Yeah, when they put three out, I really was like, what the fuck was so badass in the 60s that Rex couldn't have been foreseen on Shadow Moses? And then fucking Metal Gear Ray, it doesn't fucking move, but it's a fucking drill. And the Russian guy has this stuff. I can't remember his name. And then uh, the original Big Boss was the lady yeah. who trained Big Boss that went to New Zanzibar, the original Snake, blah, blah, blah. Naked Snake yeah, is what his designation was. It's fucking The game is amazing. And then I, I lost after four.
1: Yeah, see, uh, real after two, uh, two. two. I played that. I played Sons of Liberty, I believe was the second one.
0: Where you played as riding for the first time. Yeah, yeah, loyalty. Shout out to the New England Lolly Lay Lalu. I hope they're going to get back to the Super Bowl.
1: Yep. But the game itself, aside from the story, the sneak mechanic. Yeah. Now, and I can point out, I don't know, probably four games right now where that sneak mechanic has been carried over from that game to right. new other games. And improved. You know, not just talking about the Metal Gear games. I mean, like, if you look at games like Thief, the mm-hmm. PC game, yeah. you're, you're thief in the night. It's got better. That's it's on the conference, too. Yeah, it's had several iterations. You can tell after that Metal Gear came out, when Konami kind of figured out some things about stealth gaming, mm-hmm. that they were uh, a lot easier to implement in these other games. There's an amazing indie game called, uh, well, it's not even indie. It's just my, made by an unknown company called Sticks.
0: where you're a goblin. Yes. Stealthy? That's I think that just came on the uh, game's or Game Pass yeah. last month, I think.
1: See, I, I own them, and they're great. It's a funny character, but, I mean, it's all stealth. Stealth gaming is fantastic. I mean,
0: you got to be in the mood, I guess.
1: Well, not in the mood, and I think there's this weird thing where they think they need to put stealth gaming in every game for some reason. A good stealth game should rely heavily on stealth and give you something else to do. If you can't do stealth, then you'll have games that have nothing to do with that, and they'll be like, ooh, but this is a stealth mission. It's like, stop trying to implement something into a game that doesn't fit. I want to use Grand Theft Auto for an example.
0: Ah, That
1: game is about running and gunning. The whole game is. No. Stealing cars,
0: blowing yeah. things up, but the stealth missions in it are not good. you ever to a car by fucking not stealthing?
1: Like walking up and punching someone in the face and taking it?
0: Yeah, as all the ballers across the street are shooting at you, too. Or you could I sneak up, have... break into the car, and you're in the car and driving by the time they're shooting at you.
1: No, what I'm talking about is... I
0: get it. I do get it. I was going to say... I say 80% I'm correct. I, I agree with you. I was going to say Fallout 3. There's times you got to sneak past Deathclaws, bro. You can't fight those at level 2.
1: That is a prime example of a game that took time to build it yeah. into the system. You I could think, max think, yourself think out to be... But there's, there's no
0: But say, there's like no making um, it better. Saints Row is a good example of where it shouldn't have happened. I do agree with you mostly in sentiment, though. But I do feel there are a few gems that, like you said, did take the time to implement a stealth for a reason. Yeah. Then you just gotta trudge through it. Even
1: in my favorite game. My favorite, favorite title. Zelda. They always try to put some stealth bullshit in these games where you need to, like, avoid and look at the pattern and make sure that you you watch them and, and so you can sneak through here. It's like, you do understand this is a hack and slash. That is literally the genre Zelda falls into, is a hack and yeah, slash. Yeah, because
0: I was about to say, like, can you imagine having to do that in Shadow of Mordor? I mean, you do that in Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, lot. but you sneak real fucking fast. Yeah, Like, exactly. at your walk speed, you get boost, you fucking, all your advantages. Yeah, it's built to, in. Yeah, but whereas, like, you're talking about with Zelda, you have to slow down your entire gameplay yeah
1: i've been hacking and slashing my way through hyrule this entire time and you're gonna make me stop now yeah. to to stealth through something
0: it's like you're in the first fucking dungeon of oblivion or something trying to get fucking stealth points together
1: yeah exactly and i don't think there's anything wrong with stealth combat games that specifically go around stealth. dishonored is an amazing yeah. I, you know you can stealth you cannot stealth it's your choice but the game's built into it Games that basically throw stealth at you when the game is not designed to have anything to make that stealth better or give you opportunities to do stealth in other areas. It, it doesn't make any sense. It feels like they're just shoehorning it in there to try to add yet another thing to it.
0: I think you're going to agree with me, but I feel like it's a hot take. But I feel like the first Deus Ex um, on Xbox uh, 360, the uh, Human... Is it Human Evolved? I think it's Human Evolved, yeah. Is that not the second one? Oh, that's Can Divided, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I feel like the storyline implemented stealth well the options, to go to stealth well, but the gameplay for stealth just was missing something. Yeah. Why wouldn't you run and gun? Except for the fact that they took more ammo away from you beforehand in post.
1: The games, too, that'll be like, okay, go, go into stealth mode. If you fail in stealth mode... You'll either, one, boot you out and say you didn't complete it, yeah. so you can't do it, or they'll basically make it so difficult for you to be able to get out of there doing the run and gun. It's like you're being punished because your gameplay way. doesn't match this Yeah. Game. You mentioned Oblivion. I'll mention Skyrim. Yeah. Skyrim specifically, you can stealth that entire game. Yeah. Except for the final bite. You, you, you have to fight him. Like, you gotta straight up fight him. But through the whole game, you can stealth almost anything if you're good enough. That game basically gives you the option... But when your stealth fails, and you have to get out there and start putting arrow to asshole, like, yeah. it's, that's the way it works. You can still do it without feeling like you're being punished because you didn't get enough stealth points.
0: Oh yeah, I always turned that stupid bard in and got lessons from the elf.
1: By the way, I never went stealth in Skyrim because I think it's a garbage way of doing it. I was oh. always fucking magic, both hands are on fire, lightning's coming from my dick.
0: That is where I am at. Oh. He's yeah. That, he's acting like, for the first time he played, he didn't have one hand on Pathfinder and the other on lightning. No, motherfucker. (laughs) Pathfinder, conjured swords. The left hand's for navigating, the right hand's for loving and lightning. Light, loving, and lightning, both.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, since we're talking about that, let's let's talk about the Bethesda games.
0: Yeah, I, I. uh, Just gonna spoil my whole fucking list here, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah,
1: that one was an obvious one. Wait, am about Skyrim or
0: oblivion? Fucking Fallout Three.
1: Oh, Fallout Three, yeah. Yeah. See, I just I went Skyrim or the Elder Scroll games. You went fallout because i know we very we differ about that because
0: i mean sky you know uh, elder scrolls are what they are and they get better and they get better also well, do fallouts but fallout changed between uh two and three drastically it's, or tactics from a and top three.
1: down mm-hmm. uh, isometric dungeon crawler a to a three, three full 3d first person
0: game yeah and it was really revolutionary that They haven't put the morality system in the same way since. New Vegas came close, but it was a morality based around factions instead of an overall good and evil rating. Yeah. But just that morality, you could just tank your character right away by blowing up Megaton just out the fucking gate. Did you blow it up or did you save it? Repeatedly. Both. You get a pretty sick-ass penthouse at Tenpenny. And if you feel bad about blowing up Megaton... What you can do is let all the ghouls in of Tim Penny, and fucking they'll eat the racists with feral ghouls, and then they'll take over as ghouls, and you still get your sweet-ass penthouse. Oh, so And they're super nice to you, and you get good karma for that instead. Well, so you you can do it. You can do both, actually. You can save Megatena and kill all the racists and take the really good way. But you know what? I'm not Jesus.
1: You see, here's the thing
0: about Fallout.
1: My kids love it. Um, 12-year-old loves Fallout. Yeah. All about it. You know. We've talked about it yeah. before. He got obsessed with three. He was playing it on the PC. He got real into four yeah. for a long time. Even bought him seventy six. He wasn't a fan. After I bought it, he said he beat it. I don't believe that. But beat it? is there a beating it? I don't. I, he says there is. It's like beating Ark. Yeah, I mean you can only do so much. It's a MMO. Yeah. Right. But uh, even then, I really feel like there's something missing from the Fallout games. It's my opinion. Let me stand on my soapbox here, so I'll tell you. So. I really feel like I do love how they put each Fallout game in a different region of you know the United States because I believe Fallout 3 was in...
0: We'll Maryland, Washington, D.C. Yeah, gotcha.
1: New Vegas obviously was in Nevada mm-hmm. in Vegas. Fallout 4 was, it in, was Boston. in Boston.
0: Yep, definitely in Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. But see,
1: I think they could easily put a Fallout game in uh, L.A.
0: Yeah, somewhere finally on the fucking West Coast again with the NCR Wait. and all the fucking lore behind the original Fallout games. Because Bethesda's been kind of building their own lore on the East Coast with uh, Raven Rock and the uh, Enclave. Brotherhood of Steel and everything? Yeah, well, Brotherhood of Steel's also from the West Coast, too. Is it? All right. They're a more rogue, renegade faction that you see in Fallout 4. Because those ones came from California to Boston in Dude, the game. Dude,
1: definitely. Brotherhood of Steel's in, too. I watched the whole thing explained mm-hmm. in, like, Fallout
0: 1 and 2's story. The oh. whole time. They're there the whole time. They are the acting government after the government comes, to, They're the people that are like, hey— you guys bombed everything with this technology and all these nukes, so we're going to gather it all up, and if you have a problem with that, you can come fucking fight us for it, because now we have all the power armor. Yeah, exactly. They became an isolationist culture who couldn't even reach out for help when they needed it anymore because of their own doctrines. Yeah. And it got real fucking sad, and the brotherhood that you see in Fallout 3 is a rogue faction that um, he just he couldn't do it. He wanted to help people. And then you get the uh, outcasts in that game too, that wear the red and black, that are actually acting as the originals that you see in Fallout Four. Yeah, okay. It's it's
1: awesome. What is missing though? I've played three. I I've played four. Mm-hmm. I played seven. I even played two, to be honest. with you. I played it for a little bit. I found it on like yeah. a uh, emulator. But it seems like the world is kind of shaped the same way. Yeah. It's like you got populated center city, you know, areas here. Like you're going to a town or whatever. You got. Factories over here, long stretches of wilderness where you gotta walk from this place to this place. So that makes sense in like Washington D.C., your Boston's, your uh, because I know there's a whole city in three places exactly. But if you had a Fallout, let's say Fallout Five is in L.A., L.A. is fucking buildings. The whole game would be yeah, would be way more urban. And I feel like that would be great because you could have that. Or if they had a Fallout that was in New York City. That's a fucking city. It's yeah. a massive city. And plus, you'd have a whole different underground area where probably your mutants would be. Your deathclaws would have oh the God. whole subway to work in. Central Park. Yeah, exactly. That would be the scenic part there.
0: Well, they really touched on that since you said the subway thing. The tram system in Fallout 3 was a big deal. That was how you got around the decimated world. Yeah. was you went underground and avoided super mutants.
1: Yeah, Exactly. If they took the regions they were working in and made it feel like that region has a specific thing. Like, if you made a Fallout, let's say Fallout 9, was in Oklahoma, where we're from. Not a very populated city. Lots of open ground. Your power armors probably wouldn't be heavy, slow things. They'd probably be fast things, hmm. where you can move faster.
0: Yeah, if at all. Yeah, if at all. If we even had power We're armor. landlocked. I mean, during the divergence, the threats were coming from around the seaboard, so... Why would a landlocked state have a fucking military surplus power armor unless. Large military base, dude. Yeah, the only thing is if, a, you know, a Vault tech, vault being there, that'd be the only thing that had a handful of guards.
1: Yeah, but also you could set a Fallout game here in, like, the central part of the United States away from kind of the fighting of the East and the West Coast where probably wouldn't be so many mutants, maybe on the outskirts, but you would probably fight more people at that point.
0: Yeah, almost. Pe- yeah. Last man on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's fucking amazing. That's my favorite thing about Zombie Apocalypse or the Elmos. That actually might be my favorite thing about Dead Rising 2, which I didn't put down either, goddammit.
1: Yeah, Dead Rising, like, what was it, 3, where he was doing the
0: uh, bikes with the saws on them at yeah, the beginning two. of the game? That's
1: 2? Yeah, it's basically they made what a whole entertainment it? It, Yeah, it's
0: Las Vegas, but they called it something else. I can't remember. Hey, what did they call the city in Dead Rising 2, please? Fact check And then 3 was Nick Ramos in the uh, big suburban sprawling city that I just There's so much I couldn't ever get to it. And uh, then, you know, they took it back to the Roots at Willamette for Frank and Four. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, see, like, those games specifically designed that in a zombie apocalypse kind of game, you have to have a safe place. Otherwise, you're playing games like... uh, Thank you. Where you're just trying to survive. You're out in the world, fucking shit's terrible, you have small little pockets of people who are alive. I don't really believe that that would happen in a zombie apocalypse. I believe that there'd be enough people who could get together and survive long enough to make a larger scale place.
0: Mm, Yeah, but, I mean... That depends on who got to the place first, right?
1: Exactly. I mean, if you have crazy cannibals that live there, I mean, that shit's not gonna, that's
0: just not gonna work. Yeah, we were on Elmo's and it got me thinking because I started calling them that in Dead Rising, thinking about going to see Cletus to get guns. A Fallout game with less radiation damage definitely would have more anarchist, post-apocalyptic civilization type thing. Yeah, super
1: doomsday Maybe preppers the who rebe- are ready. Yeah, yeah. Ma-
0: the rebellion against the Brotherhood coming in to try to civilize everyone.
1: Yeah, going back to the point, it's like the Fallout. These games should be less about, hey, let's make it graphically pleasing and you have a new place to run around, and more in the fact that each area would be affected differently. A Fallout in Colorado in Denver would be different from a fucking Fallout in Boston.
0: That would be a survival game. Yeah, that would Basically, be, you're in the
1: fucking mountains yeah. and everything's irradiated or even the lower parts of the mountain or radio, the upper parts aren't because gravity or uh, vice versa you know because radiation falls you would have that caves where fucking mutants would be and ghouls would find you know your dark desolate places but
0: yeah yeah, that's a good bush yeah I know that bush yeah i hid there shout out to Dan cook yeah just spoiling all my list i'm just gonna get it out of the way i put gta 5 not 3 or the greatest san andreas grove street Grove Street rep. I was actually at that house online the other day. Fucking accidentally skidded into Ryder's house and fucking, like, well, oh well. Yeah. He died oh in well. that game. Fucking Grove Street. Oh yeah, well. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Shot down some ballers. GTA 5. Just, um, I probably should have just wrote down GTA Online, honestly, because it's not 5 that I think is the real revolutionary, even though a billion copies sold before it online even set. Yeah. But they've asked for nothing but paying for in-game currency in the game. They haven't charged for DLC. I know a lot of issues are about um, how they don't have any new DLC for the first, you know, the story campaigns or anything. Online is amazing. It's almost like a second-life simulator in a way. Oh, yeah. It's so immersive. It's fucking awesome. Well,
1: let's talk about that. You just made a good point about video games and the way they kind of change. GTA V, great game. I've played it. Yeah. My 12-year-old's currently playing it. Yeah. What point do games decide that they would like to take a game that's a standalone game and turn it into a multiplayer game. So there's a couple games that have done it and it's becoming to be more of a of a thing as it goes along. So you got your GTA five that turned into GTA online. You've yep. got your Elder Scroll games which turned into Elder Scroll Online. Mm-hmm. Made it in MMO. You're still in the same world, and uh, Tamriel, I believe, is where the Elder Scroll games are the based.
0: currently failed Fallout 76. Currently failed, yeah. They Fallout got that update coming. We'll see.
1: The trend now is that these games, these standalone stories, are great, but people always want, like, okay, well, make me a world where I can fuck around with everybody else. M- make make it a world where I can continue to play. This goes back to the, the secret episode, where we talk about, you know, how things... People want more, more lore, more excitement, more more things to do in world. That's why DLCs are so important for these things. Well, we you touched know? on
0: another side of that too that I also think about is here as an adult and being, like I said, the voice of the zeitgeist, clearly our generation is the ones kind of in control with blending in but who has time to play a 76 hour rpg anymore yeah dude i love
1: rpgs i love them to death but the amount of time i have to devote to that where i can sit yeah. in a quiet room listen to storyline and dialogue the way i've played games has slowly changed over time because i don't have time the point, time yeah. to sit and listen to these nazi these stories may be great they may be awesome they may be some of the best things i've ever fucking had you know game of the year type stuff
0: but great storytelling has really branched into every facet of media now yeah, and... exactly there just isn't enough time in the day.
1: Oh, well, it's exactly. It's like everyone's real hyped up about the Final Fantasy remake, the seven. Yep. But I couldn't sit down and devote that much time to that big of an RPG again. Like, I love JRPGs, the Japanese RPGs like your Final Fantasies mm-hmm. and Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, the, those sure. games. But, I, you know, I don't have time to devote to them, and I think that's why the online thing is, is as popular as it is because you can sit down – get your specific dose of how much you can handle with that game. Yep. Come in, pop in, do what you need to do, you know, get some some kind of nostalgia from playing the game you love, but also get the, you know, catharsis of being able to just play as much as you have time for instead of having to say, well, I haven't played this game in a week. I don't even remember what the fuck they were talking about. Why am I going to the, you know, the swamp oh of Deadly Pit of Despair? I have no idea why. I guess let's fucking go. What was I doing at the Institute last week? Exactly.
0: Like, fuck me. I gotta restart again.
1: Yeah, survival games are the same way. Ark. Your, uh, the Raft. The Forest. Uh, Seven Days to Die. Daisy. All these games are, are designed to... Casual gaming. Yeah, exactly. Casual gaming has leaked into mainstream gaming. But it's been disguised as stuff. Most people want casual gaming like those word search games on phones yeah. or uh, Candy Crush.
0: Or the shitty coloring apps.
1: Or the coloring apps, yeah. Th- those are casual gaming. That's you being able to casually pick it up and put it down and not have to have any there's – no, there's not really any storyline yeah, based yeah. on it.
0: Yeah, for when your brainy you hurt.
1: Yeah, you know, because there are days I'm drained and I don't want to do anything. You know how many times I've laid in bed and when like, hey, that word is apple. <laughs> and it makes me feel like I've accomplished something Because I could fucking look at some jumbled letters And point it out and go You know, me Charles, me Charles smart Me Charles know what a seven letter word is Before, you know, my girlfriend Fucking brutally takes my dick away from me By knowing what the seven letter word is Before I know what it is
0: A-P-P-L-E is that Apple? No, I meant it's- <laughs> <laughs> Those in the know know what I'm talking about <laughs> So, you know, when this episode does air and you read the disclaimer, you'll all know that I was wrong. Apple does, in fact, have seven because of the seeds. Right? Yep. Thank you.
1: To go to your GTA Five, I think that game is great. The storyline is like, and but that goes back to, I'm going to say, 3. Yeah. What you were just talking about. GTA 3, the ability to say, fuck it, I'm not going to do the story <laughs> I'm just going to ramp this car off this building and see if I can mow down those prostitutes because I timed it properly, or I'm going to go on a rampage and destroy shit. Left triangle
0: square, right, RB, RT, left back.
1: Yeah, Yeah. get get some extra money, get a spawn a car and spawn a tank in the middle of town, fucking drop it from a plane. (laughs) Before GTA Online came around, that was everybody's GTA Online fucking around. Just doing what you wanted to do. That's why Saints Row, you mentioned it earlier. That game specifically is that part of Grand Theft Auto. To 100. It's, times 100.
0: It's 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 minus the serious and turned up the brevity. Exactly. Yes.
1: you know, but And people love it. That's why those games are so successful. Yeah, like you I'm get not... superpowers in Saints Row the yeah. Third.
0: I'm not rushing to save Hulk Hogan's character in 3 or anything. Exactly. I got time to beat people with a violator.
1: It's exactly.
0: A giant purple
1: penis bat. Yep. That's, you know, the violator. <laughs>
0: shout out. To shout, yeah. Silver and Volition.
1: Yeah, shout out. But then Grand Theft Auto said, hey, you know all that shit you really like to do? You ever think about robbing a bank because you're bored about uh, trying yeah. to f- see where Trevor's at this week? No, no, actually, Trevor's always where you want to know where he's at. That, yep. That's that's the mainstream that sold that. But you don't know what Michael's shitty family's no, doing yeah. His son's I, a rapper.
0: When I leave GTA, you still do the left button or some whatever. I always click the Trevor to see what's up before I log out. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what he's doing. He's yeah. got some shit going on, but <laughs> always hilarious. But, but,
1: you, but you know what I mean. That's like they took that and they said, "We know what's up."
0: We know what you want to do. You, I got the first of the bonuses for the 2020 uh, GTA Online stuff last night, and I'm like, bumped me up to almost $3 million. And I'm like, Yeah, my
1: son got a shit ton of fucking cash in GTA. Million, he told me about these fancy cars. He was like, look at these cars I got. And then he went and got in a dune buggy and immediately crashed in about 19 things.
0: The dune buggy was free. Don't yeah. let him trick you.
1: I know, I'm just saying. But then He, he had these fancy there. cars, and then he was like, oh, and then he went and got a dune buggy and ran, ran into a bunch of people. Like, It's like, why don't you take one of your fancy cars then?
0: But yeah, after I log in tomorrow, I'll have another million. I'll be able to buy the motorcycle that can jump over cars. No, yesterday I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm a millionaire. I'm gonna fucking treat myself. I went out and bought a fucking bunch of grenades at ammunition, and I fucking just ran down fucking San Andreas, just fucking hammering grenades at people. Yeah. Just old school. Went up to five stars, hop back in my armor car and spent time Tried trying to escape. to survive. Clipped a gas station pump. And died. Yeah, and me boom. Boom! Boom! Crashed into the rest. Everything blew up. Twenty cop cars dead. I went down like Dillinger. Yep. Fun. But like, I almost got away. I was like trying to slide in between and just clipped one. Ah, yeah. ah so bad, bad luck. Bad luck. Yep.
1: Again, that is the. That's what you did. <laughs> you decided to say, "Hey, I don't want to do anything of merit. I don't want to decide to go, maybe do a bank heist or maybe do a or deliver sell some drugs. The imported
0: car. Exactly.
1: Any of that. You said." I'm gonna give me a hand. I'm a box of grenades, a box of grenades in the back seat, and I'm just gonna whip them at people and just have fun, fuck around and do it. Just Saints Row actually has a thing in there called mayhem, yeah. where that's the entire little mini game inside of it is how much damage can you do to the area around you.
0: The ragdoll one, is yeah, you know, that's my favorite one. I yeah, love it. where you just ragdoll and so see how much you hurt. I love yourself. it so much.
1: That's the casual gamer. You know what I mean? That's casual gaming. The games on the phones are not; they're mobile gaming. Yeah, there's a difference. Mobile gaming, I don't consider casual because I know people who play those apps like religiously. Yeah. This is their life. pouring money into Candy Crush. Yeah, you can't fuck with them on Candy Crush. They're waiting for levels to come out. (laughs) That's where they're at. I've met people like that who are like, I had to stop playing it because I physically didn't have any more levels to do. Like the game, I ran out. It's like, so you beat Candy Crush. Well, no, they're going to come out with like 15 more levels next week. I can't even, yeah, how much time slash money have you spent at Candy Crush? I fuck with Bejeweled back in the day, because that's all Candy Crush is, is Bejeweled with candy.
0: Is it too far, or is it a novel concept to think that in 2040, there'll be like cell phone fucking games, anonymous meetings, and shit. Where it's like, I fucking missed my son's third birthday fucking playing Candy Crush in the bathroom. I didn't even go buy weed that day or cocaine. I missed all the fucking drugs I was supposed to do. I went clean playing Candy Crush. It was awful.
1: Yeah, by the way. No joking aside, there are meetings about people who are addicted to those games that, yeah. that have to get off on it. They're literally like, "I've went into debt." Not they, fall me into specifically. The,
0: uh, they fall into the uh, gaming umbrella stuff. The gambling, addiction yeah, gambling stuff. anonymous okay. is what it would fall under. Okay. But uh, yeah, and they'll be like,
1: "I've spent you know six grand in money on Candy Crush because if they find a hole to fill, just like with any addict." And Candy Crush is what it is. It sucks. But, I mean, I've also known people who literally would be like, oh, yeah, I got a brand new, you know, PS5 when it came out, but my electricity got cut off. Yeah. It's like, well, that's like one without the other. You have to have one without the other. He's like, oh, I'll get that fixed. And- or the
0: person skating by paycheck to paycheck with brand new rims or a oh, brand yeah. new sound system.
1: Yeah, or the people that lose their job because they stay up too late playing. But at the same games. point, I also yeah. do
0: understand that logic in a way of maybe that's just what you had to do to get yourself to this paycheck was treat yourself enough Exactly. You know, it's hard to really point judgment sometimes unless you're from well, Florida. I mean,
1: gaming's escapism. Now, I'll bring up a topical thing here. We were just talking about this off mic before we started. I found a game called Fixer Upper, <laughs> or, or House Flipper is what it's called. I remember I, the ire you received. I, I paid $5 for a game where I get to remodel houses and repair things for people. Uh, those of you who don't know, that's what I do in real life with, you know, to get real money in the real world to, you know, feed my family. And uh, my girlfriend, wonderful as she is, I could not fathom why I would want to do that in a virtual setting on top of it. Now, I love my job. Me and you have talked about this mm-hmm. before. I really enjoy my job. I like mm-hmm. fixing things. I like I like doing that stuff. But it was like, motherfucker, I knew I was good at this game. I didn't have to train. This ain't no new shit. I've played tile before. I've fucking cleaned places. I've painted whole houses. I know what the fastest way is, and I know that color's going to look shitty in that room. I'm flipping houses. You know why? Because it's like myself. I have this $30,000 worth of money to flip a house. I don't have that in reality. So it was like cathartic for me. I got to do what I'm good at.
0: Instead of on, what you were told to do.
1: Yeah. No, on the four star level, that was triple what I do normally. You know, I don't get to remodel houses and stuff like that, but I found joy in being able to be like, I'm really fucking good at this. That's a good point. I'm oh, not good at murdering people. I'm not good at sniping people off at a distance. I'm not good at saving Hyrule <laughs> from fucking Ganon. I don't know any sword play. Like, no, that brings but us to a really this. good
0: point. Like, games like that are amazing, and that brings me to a shout out. I've come out with like the White Gravy's Jacking Off Simulator. Oh, nice! And dude, we're all gonna go play this game and see who can beat me off the scoreboard. Mm. Not unbeaten, but undefeated. How would you like to... that? That, yeah. that aside,
1: all right, let's um, let, let's kind of shift away. Like I said, we we just talked about the simulators and the games that basically simulate life. Yeah, survival games are the same way. Like we were talking about Seven Days to Die and the Raft and everything like that. Right. It's like you could survive out in the wilderness, but fuck it, if you're it's going to, rough. yeah, exactly. You know, you're living vicariously through your GTA fives, your you no know, games like that. Let's shift a little bit. And let's go to...
0: Shit, let's control, tum- alt, mut- fucking delete then.
1: Yeah, let's <laughs> shift a bit. Haha, yeah. <laughs> 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 funny PC joke.
0: Because um, I'm a console.
1: Yeah, let's uh, l- let's talk a little bit about the console wars. I want to talk about those.
0: Is there an overarching god of PC gaming looming over, or are we specifically going to be talking about...
1: No, we're going to talk about the famous console wars. Console wars, wars the not,
0: not PC lording over.
1: No, no, not okay. a PC Master
0: Race. But... Okay, so I don't want to get real deep into this and get real good points, and then you're like, "Well, you know what? Fuck you. Steam exists."
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Steam, come
0: on. Whatever. Man, don't do
1: me PCs like aside, we're talking about console wars. Uh, the PC is a console, but technically, it's also used for other things.
0: What decade would you like to start? I want to start at
1: the beginning, the first real console. Coleco war that...
0: versus Atari. <laughs> no, not not that. <laughs>
1: We're going to go with Super Nintendo versus Sega Genesis. We grew up, is that how the timeline really lined up? Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I was,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Because it went like this. Nintendo being 8-bit, you yeah. know, the 8-bit generation. Uh, yeah. But if you think right. about yeah, Super so Nintendo was 16-bit, so was the original Sega. Uh, Sega. Uh, Sonic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then when right. they went to 32-bit with their blast processing, everything's faster, everything's crisper, everything's better. Game Gear.
0: You'll actually get to play a full game if you just attach it to the Sega Genesis itself.
1: Yeah, Game Gear versus Game Boy. I mean, Nintendo and Sega had a
0: yeah.
1: Oh, dude, seriously, uh, the Game Boy was by far superior. It also didn't eat fucking C size batteries. Like. You know, you could put fucking four AAA batteries. I don't remember how many it had. And you are like gaming like Piccolo game at that time because you're just yeah. weighing
0: yourself down on the fucking
1: handheld. Exactly. But me and you both grew up in that time frame where that was a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you had people who were diehard Sega Genesis fans. Our Scientist friend Rick
0: the motherfucking best,
1: was a Genesis kid. He of That was his thing. He, he had it. Me of course, and the his parents
0: him. bought him one. I was still rocking the NES when SNES came out. See, and
1: I saved up and bought a Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, because
0: you had a paper route at three.
1: No, I, I, was, I was mowing yards at like eight. But I had a Super Nintendo. The reason why I had a Super Nintendo was because there were more RPGs on the Super Nintendo than there were on the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis was all about fighting games, your fists of rage, your altar beast. Echo you know? the dolphin. Exactly. Echo the motherfucking dolphin.
0: We'll give a shout out. Man was fun. Oh, Vectorman was a, Before I, we go ahead and shit on Sega I beat that t- collectively. one day.
1: Huh? I beat that in one day. Back mm-hmm. in the day, whenever you could rent video games from stores, I saved up money and got my dad to go get it. And I was sick, so I was, I was at home. So, literally in one night, I played it all the way through, start no to shit. finish, and told him to take it back the next day. And he goes, well, it was just a waste of money. I'm like, no, it wasn't. I beat shit out of this game. This game
0: was my bitch. Like, I didn't say all that. That was what I was saying in my head. This my game leg. was my girlfriend. Yeah. No, but yeah, no. But, uh, I, I don't think I ever beat it. I just, I really just liked that game. It was yeah. really just fun.
1: It's very Rayman-like. Mm-hmm. You know, with the floating appendages yeah, and, and everything like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, so anyway, before, we, yeah, I just want to say that before we shit on Sega some more.
1: No, I, I like Sega. I do I too, like but Nintendo won. But they did.
0: They won at the time, too. But
1: the problem was, is that you know, they while, just couldn't see it. Well, Sega was, you know, all about blast processing and making things faster, making things better. We are the best. We are the fastest. We have the best. Even those ads, man, when they would just be shitting on
0: Nintendo. Oh, up, plus, didn't know. they have the uh, blood in Mortal Kombat? Oh, Yeah. Sega had that one, right?
1: Yeah, so you would think on paper, Sega should have won that. Mm-hmm. They had a faster console, better quality games, because they could afford, you know, the games could be better More because options. of it. The thing that won that console war was the next system.
0: Really? What was the next system? Oh, in comparison of obviously it did. Yeah. The next system for who? Next system for Sega. Sega Saturn. Yep. As opposed to the N sixty four. Which was beautiful
1: still just hands down, worked great. Controller was kind of wonky. Yeah, yeah. Garbage controller.
0: I tilt that bitch sideways.
1: Yeah, but you got to think too. They'd be like, oh, okay, you have, you have you have a Sonic? That's fine. There wasn't a bunch of flagship products for Sega. Like, they, they put everything on Sonic's
0: back and slowed him down. What? Man, Knuckles is amazing. Shout out to Knuckles for real. i Knuckles is amazing. I know, but Knuckles is amazing, but Mario's in 3D now, bro. Exactly.
1: Plus the Saturn... Had issues with publishers coming in and wanting to make games for it, mm-hmm. they, so they were having all these problems doing it. They were also trying to skip the cartridge era and jump straight to discs. Yeah, and while Nintendo kept with the cartridges, just made them better. Nintendo's been on that cartridge game for a while. Mm-hmm. What does the new Switches have? Are they discs? Cartridges, aren't they they? fucking are cartridges. And like GBAs
0: have always been. Always
1: been Game Boy as as across the board, DS. That fucking high powered dual screen touch screen fucking game system is a cartridge. They got the cartridge game on lock. They know what's
0: up. It's a lot harder to break a cartridge. It is a fucking lot
1: harder than to scratch a disc. And even then, that was when discs were real finicky. You yeah. Get, you get even a fucking fingerprint on them, nothing's reading. Yeah. Shit, I have put a scratched up fucking disc in my PS4, and it's just like, uh, okay, yeah, we'll read it. It's fine. The discs have even got better. Same over
0: here on Microsoft. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, you, you, you could very easily do it. But they came out with this beautiful system, and they're like, hey, guys, guess what? Mario's in 3D. Guess who's also in 3D? Zelda's in 3D also.
0: Hey, let's, let's make another point. Fact checker, what was the price of... Nintendo 64 when it came out. Versus what a Sega Sega Saturn Saturn. cost. Yes, please. Just to extra, because I want to say the Sega Saturn was more expensive. Oh, yeah, dude, it was fucking way more expensive. I know Game Gears were more expensive. That's why my parents were like, no, we love Mario. Stay with Nintendo. Play Mario again. That being said, I never owned a Saturn.
1: I know. Even when I was an adult and wanted to go and buy all the systems, I saw a Saturn for sale and was like, I don't fucking want this. It's literally not going to even be playable.
0: My parents lucked out and got me a Game Gear from a thrift store once. Oh, shit.
1: Dude, I'll fuck with a Game Gear.
0: Up until Dreamcast, I didn't have fucking Sega staff. I was all on Nintendo just because that's my parents We were. will touch back on that in just a second because
1: <laughs> I have some words to say about that beautiful, sexy Melissa game console that is
0: Dreamcast, by the way. He's saying you drive like a crazy taxi driver. Yeah, you do. Yeah,
1: you, you had Sonic Adventures on you. You had Echo the goddamn Dolphin on you. Blaze Blue. Star Ocean
0: RPG. Castlevania. Power Stone. Oh, Power Stone was fucking awesome, by the way. Yeah, it was. Do what? 199 $199. Sega Saturn? Sega Saturn?
1: 399 That's more than... That's
0: twice. That's twice. That's twice, twice what th- an Xbox is. An Xbox One All Digital is currently. Like... Okay. That, wow. was, that was
1: back in the fucking, the late Fuck 90s. me.
0: Was money really that bad for our parents? Fucking, yeah, dude. i serious. fucking I So know. you
1: see why Nintendo went. Because no shit. The 64. Mario Party came out of there. Mario Kart. Super Smash Brothers. They started putting in the, the body blows. The Golden deep, Eye, thick body
0: blows. Yeah. Perfect but, Dark. Oh, God. Star Golden Fox. Eye, Star Fox.
1: They were just like, hey, you know all those things you love? Look, they're fucking better. And it's 3D.
0: Tilt the controller. You'll love it the same. Yeah. God
1: You're right. You got your Saturns over here. It didn't work. So you know what they tried to do after that to try to keep up with the next series? That would be? That was the Jaguar. (laughs) The Jaguar was fucking garbage.
0: I keep confusing that for one that happened between Coleco and NES. That's how bad it is.
1: At that point, Nintendo, they won the war. Yeah. That was just the way it
0: is. They were just moving on now. And that was when they first
1: started to investigate the disk technology. Yeah. Well, so Nintendo originally started to make the first, probably was going to be first working one. I mean, Saturn was there. That shit was garbage.
0: Because they both had the same fucking design for the next part. I didn't yeah. even think about that. So,
1: and then you have the Dreamcast.
0: And the GameCube.
1: Yeah, and the GameCube came out. But during that time, most people don't know this. I know it because I've looked into it. But Nintendo originally worked with Sony to make the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Except it was going to be a CD add-on to the N64. To play games. To oh, add it on wow. there. Uh, eventually, Nintendo and Sony couldn't get their shit together. They just couldn't work together. So they left, and Sony decided to branch out on their own. That's what brought us to the PlayStation.
0: Yeah, which revolutionary on its own. Exactly. Definitely the first man on the moon there.
1: Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. I mean, the pixel graphics. I mean, there were some games that were, like, before their fucking time good, and there was other ones that were hot garbage that we don't talk about. <laughs> but during that age, you just brought that up. GameCube, Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast... I will stand on this fucking hill and die, and I will say that if it would have waited four years to come out, it would literally be the third in this trifecta of disc-based systems. There, you would be talking about Xbox, you'd be talking about PlayStation, you would be talking about Dreamcast. Yeah, Their built-in online system they already had set that people thought were, oh, this is never going to catch on, is literally what the backbone of the systems we play today are built on.
0: So were they also being fucking cuckled by their own price at this point?
1: Well, and see, Dreamcast, I don't believe it was that expensive when I it first came one. out. Fact checker. One ninety nine. One ninety-nine for a Dreamcast. So they well, knew GameCube since you have it? 199. So it was the same price. It was before its time, and it had
0: all your favorites.
1: It had dedicated I would play a Dreamcast...
0: Mm, that's a hard statement. Did it have our favorites? Sonic Adventure. Or deep. did it have some classics? Because Mario had already branched out far by this well, point. I mean, Donkey Ma- Kong was Mario its Mario had.
1: Donkey Kong's doing its thing with Donkey Kong Country and everything. But when you think of Sonic, you think of you know running right and everything. But, man, Sonic Adventure is just like when we were talking about The Legend of the Seven Stars Mario RPG. That's a Sonic RPG. And yeah. it's good. Both of them are. The first and the second
0: one. Nice. I never but played that. But Crazy
1: Taxi, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. That, that motherfucker's fun. That's GTA, but with fucking... Fucking the bouncy walls on like you're playing bowling in a in a world trying to get people to where they need to go.
0: We call that pre-driver.
1: Oh yeah, and it was great.
0: It had the controller, which awkward, but not. Tell me what it looks like. Oh uh, my god, it looked like a fucking command. No, power, I... or a steering wheel for a spaceship. So it had the horns at the bottom. It had triggers. It had the open two rumble it, pack thing two in at the, the middle.
1: Top, open rumble pack where you could put the memory cards in there because mm-hmm. that was still a thing then. Mm-hmm. You had. uh... Four colored buttons here, analog stick next to those, D-pad, and an analog stick above it. Can you tell me what other controller looks like that? Whatever, What other controller looks just like it when oh, it whoa. first came out as an Xbox controller? Well, I mean... If you look at the Dreamcast controller, everyone, if you have time with both these things, look at the original Xbox controller, which looked just like a steering wheel to a spaceship, and look at a Dreamcast controller. They're so it's... Almost identical.
0: Well, I mean... Is it because of the analog placement, then? Because... Yes.
1: Okay. Because... Yeah, because
0: other than that, I would have argued that PlayStation just made a slimmer version, then. I mean,
1: they did, but uh, PlayStation's analog sticks have always been next to each other, versus Xboxes, which are separated by a D-pad.
0: Which I prefer that, honestly. And most Maybe people Maybe I do. got used to it or something, yeah, but... So, that speaks back to the
1: influentialness of Dreamcast. You know, it influenced the first controller for the Xbox, yeah. which brings us into the next console wars here. Well, I thought Sony had it first. No,
0: no, 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 But no. Sony
1: was the man on the moon. Well, they're the ones that had the the dual analog stick. The sticks. PS1. That's what a Dreamcast controller looks like.
0: Okay. That's what I thought in my head, like, fucking Black Mantis.
1: This is what the original Xbox controller looked like.
0: Yeah, man. Uh...
1: They're fucking right there next to each other. I too. still
0: don't. It's the curve at the top that makes it more similar to PlayStation.
1: I'm just saying it's influential. But we're going to move on sure. now, and we're going to talk about the next console war, which I know there's people out there who going to be like, there was never a console war. We're all gamers. Let's get along. <laughs> Motherfucker, there are oh, lines in the sand. Shit. There were hard lines, and I was on the opposite side then. And I understand. See, when I... I was now, all PlayStation. hands down, I know this as a fact. I don't need a fact checker to tell me this. The best-selling console that has been sold in history... Is the PlayStation 2. <laughs> it sold the longest, sold the most copies.
0: I want to know if he's right, if you're looking, but god damn it, I don't want to argue that because I bought one I bought one after 360 came out. It kept the update for all their games for 100? how many how many years did it keep all the, the games that it played updated and keeping new out? It kept updating games until half almost to the point that Playstation Four came yeah. out. That's fucking why it's the best because they kept a solid machine running. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. There's people, and you can look this up too. Is videos? Units were they,
1: 155 million. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. That's good for them. Good but for Sony. You
1: can also see there's people online who have taken uh, PlayStation 2s and daisy chained them together to make supercomputers. Yeah. It was built well, it was designed sleek. Mm-hmm. It's when that first PlayStation thing came out, yep. you know, where it's like recognizable, just like, shut you up. Know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The line that was drew in the sand when most people counted Nintendo out. They're just like, oh, you got the GameCube. That's sweet. Go over there and play while these two game systems...
0: We've become adults now. Duke it out. Yeah. We are
1: on an adult gaming system. Did you know
0: that... I can't even hold a fucking gun.
1: Yeah, I can't even hold a gun. But then you got your PlayStation and Xbox. You know I didn't even own an original Xbox?
0: Or a 360. Uh, I didn't either because I was still on PlayStation side up until PS2 ended which was
1: halfway into PS4. I owned a PlayStation 2. I didn't buy a PlayStation 3 because at that point I was like deep into that work life. So I, I didn't buy it, but I bought a PS4. You know, I didn't buy an Xbox One until my kids asked me to buy one.
0: See, That's the one I jumped on was Xbox One.
1: Yeah, and uh, our friend, um, he who shall not be named. He, oh, uh, oh, he is dedicated and just recently moved over to the PlayStation side. But at the end of the day, most of the time, he plays his Xbox. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go play his PlayStation. Like, I evenly try to distribute it between the two. Like, if I can't play something on this, I'll go play something on this other thing over here. Uh,
0: yeah, I you know what, man? I'm probably not a gamer on the level he is, to be honest. I'm probably not either, to be honest with you. He put, puts in work. Yeah, honestly. But
1: again, yeah. that line in the sand has been drawn. I've even heard him talk about that he owned an original Xbox. He owned an Xbox 360. He has save files back from fucking the original Xbox on some of these games that he could port over. Yeah, I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, that's dedication to a
0: brand. I went PS1, PS2, and fucking stayed for a while.
1: Yeah. PS2 is great. It is amazing. the 360 and the PlayStation 3 both had growing pains. They both had weird interfaces, the way you had to operate stuff. I mean, 360 was a little bit smoother to use than the PlayStation 3 Mm, was. That's not
0: fair. That's not fair. I think because the way Microsoft fell in between, it's only now that they're matching up for consoles matching. You still got to compare 360 to PlayStation 2. And you're not, I mean, it's not fair to leave that part of Sony out. They had heavy hitters in PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Oh, three. yeah, dude. We we got we to gotta include PS2 with PS3 if we're going against Xbox 360. Yeah,
1: there were literally games that came out on both PS3 and PS2 and functioned better on PS2 because the PS3 had so many issues. Yeah. You know, that being said. PS2
0: won the console war between PS3 yeah. and Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah, it did. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to. Say that like, no, no, it needs to be a fair fight because Microsoft's amazing. No, that's not the case. I think Sony should be recognized for what an amazing machine PS2 was. Oh, yeah. And keep it compared. Listen, all day. It stands up now. I I say it stands. Seriously. If they were to reproduce games on it, I think a lot of people would rebuy it and everything.
1: We've had this conversation a couple times. My dad it still plays PS2. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he has burnt them out where like the disc stop this disk drive stops <laughs> working and has to go buy another one because he doesn't want to move. It's exactly what he wants. It's it's familiar to him, it's great. He loves it. Nothing wrong with that. I've tried to get him to move up multiple times.
0: Yeah, I mean the only problem is that he picked one of the two most expensive retro systems to yeah, buy. Exactly.
1: But tell me if PlayStation two had such an impact, and you can just see it in PlayStation 4 now, because how many PS Two games that were exclusively PlayStation Two are being remastered and brought forward to the PS Four generation? Crash Bandicoot, yeah. Spyro the Dragon, Medieval. Medieval. I mean, dude, it's there's more coming down the pipeline.
0: Is there, are they making Legacy Kane? Yes, Soul they Reaver. are. Soul Reaver, sir. So that game is fun as fuck too.
1: But you can see there that they had such an impact that even those games, people want those games, even the games they've played a hundred times, make them prettier. Make my PS Four be able to play my favorite games.
0: And need prettier in most cases. Like, Shadow of
1: Colossus was beautiful. Oh my God. Shadow of Colossus was fantastic. Knockout hits for PS2. But back to the console wars. So here we are in the newest generation of consoles. Not the newest, because we're on the precipice here soon of getting the PS5. And I don't know what
0: the Xbox Next Project game system Scarlet is. is what it's called.
1: Uh, the, the, the Phoenix Dragon-Griffin hybrid. Yeah. X or something. Well, whatever the fuck it's
0: called. We don't believe in numbers at Microsoft. 95, 98, 2000 XP. Who gives a shit?
1: Yeah, exactly. We're going to name it something. PlayStation, we're going to stick to that number scheme. What's the newest one? What's the highest number we've got up to? Five? That's what it is. Five. Yeah. What about Vita? Fuck you let's just take a little caveat here to the side there was a whole conversation where xbox was talking about coming out with their own mobile handheld gaming system yeah do you know why that didn't work one in development you know who's got all the best engineers for mobile handheld technology Nintendo. fucking nintendo so we're going to talk about during this console war what nintendo was doing oh yeah just making money Nintendo over here with the GameCube with the tiny discs and the weird controller because oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, we're weird. kids games. Yeah, sure, sure. They make that, and yeah, then it make a lot of money. Then they came out with the fucking Wii. Now most people think novel concept, motion controlled. You know, doing this stuff. I know grown ass adults, grandparents, who bought Wiis for their grandkids and got all in that Wii motion, Wii sports. Yeah, I'm telling you, my girlfriend is an assassin with darts. An assassin. Is that
0: sports or is that sports too? No.
1: It's sports. Yeah. Darts was in the original sports. Uh, Boxing, bowling, tennis, darts.
0: Uh, mm, Fact checker. I don't think it was. We've religiously played the first one. It was game party. Yeah. Thank you. Wii Sports only had four? Shame.
1: I'm not good at it, so I don't (sighs) want to play it. It's two in one. Fuck. Yes. But again, I love Zelda. I bought a Wii. I bought a Wii for my kids thinking, mm-hmm. oh, they'll fucking love this thing. You know how many times I almost whipped a Wii controller into a wall when I got way too into tennis? Yep. Like, way too into it. Yep. Like, I'm a grown-ass man sweating to the oldies. Here they are. They're making the Wii, and that motherfucker sold, like, hotcakes. Mm-hmm. Honestly, every grandparent, They every walked right parent, into the
0: niche that everybody put exactly. them in.
1: They're, they're just like, oh, your kids will love this. So they didn't pitch it to the kids. They pitched it to the parents. Get your kids active. Get them up and moving. Fucking, these are Wii motion controls. I'll fuck with that all day. Wii Motion's amazing, because you know what that led into now, in this day and age where we're at? I have it at my house right now.
0: Shout out to the microphones we're talking into. Straight out the
1: microphones, yeah. Do you know that my PlayStation has two motion controls that use the same technology that Wii controllers <clears> did <throat> with gyro technology? Nice. With the way it's recognized, with the light bar, which is also the same thing that has to be installed in the camera in my PlayStation to get my VR to work. They're over here making money, and then... Now in this current day and age, like I said, we're on the precipice of a new, you know, five, whatever the new Xbox, Phoenix, Dragon, Kung Fu hybrid,
0: Scarlet. Champion is what we should call it Here
1: is where Nintendo decides to go, hey, you guys like handhelds, right? (laughs) You know we make handhelds, right? We're like, yeah, and you make slightly shitty consoles. They're like, hey, would you like a console you can take with you anywhere you go and it plays on your TV? I think you're skipping over one. No, you're talking about the Wii U? hmm Ah, uh, well, that was the predecessor to the Switch. It seemed like they were doing the product testing. That's the beta Switch right there. <laughs> getting, getting a screen down on it and moving around uh, a They screen. were just like,
0: mm, I don't know how I feel about disc versus cartridges yet. Let's try one more with disc. Here we go, and we
1: go into the age of the Switch. Now, I don't know how many of you out there have listened to any of the stuff about the Switch or played the Switch The Switch is hands down one of the best pieces of technology I've I've messed with in a long time. I love my PlayStation. I love my Xbox. My Switch is hands down one of the best things I've ever bought. Agreed. You can play it on the TV. I have many kids. I have four. When one of them would get angry because they want to play the Switch on the TV, I would literally tell them, pick the motherfucker up. It has a screen built into it. And they would not stop what they were doing. Game's still in progress. Snap the controllers and pick it up. And go sit on the couch and play it while somebody else was watching TV or playing something else on it. You can't do that with an Xbox. You can't do that with a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to say Vita with PlayStation, we're not even going to go I wasn't going to
0: say Vita with PlayStation. What I was going to say was play anywhere with Xbox, which allows me to play it through my smartphone and a controller now.
1: Yeah. So you have the the Switch here. Cartridges. Easy. Mobile. And, you know, they're not trying to change the game. They're not trying to jump in and get into the fist fight with Xbox and PlayStation. But at the end of the day, name one other gaming system, company, that's trying to make a handheld. Trying to make a handheld. A no. new handheld. No.
0: No. No. Xbox even, is just revolutionizing the technology we have.
1: Even Nintendo is moving into mobile, phone mobile games that are Nintendo-branded phone mobile games. Are they good yet? They are good.
0: Oh, are you talking about Run Mario and shit? hmm Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice.
1: See, they're even like, hey, we know you can't afford the Switch. It's fine. We'll just make some apps. Buy them from us. It's fine. They're coming to us. It's almost like they have, if Xbox and PlayStation are like adolescents, teenagers coming into adulthood. Because everybody's saying now that they're trying to like bury the hatchet. There is no console war. No one's against each other, even though the fans are hardcore about it. Mm -hmm. Nintendo is like the adult that's past that. That's like, okay, I'm done. It doesn't matter if you guys are better than me or faster than me. I'm doing my own shit over... I have a job and bills to take care of. Yep. I have to make sure Mario eats.
0: You made fun of it, and I have built a niche, and we live here now in this empire.
1: And guess who can't fucking come inside? None of you. Yeah. All of you. Fucking at me. That's what they're saying. Yeah. So, console warside. It's still alive and strong. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I know many people who own all of them. Like, fuck, I own all of them. But you know what? We all have a favorite. Mm-hmm. Which one are you? Xbox. Yeah, it's PlayStation for me all day.
0: I feel... Like my information is secure with Xbox.
1: Yeah, well, I don't feel like tax records with Equifax were safe, so we live in an unsafe world. But even now, with we were talking about, I was talking to us with Rick earlier about games needing to like bridge that divide. You can't cross play with people. It took us so long to be able to play games with people who are on PC to yeah. play on Xbox. There's very few games you can do. It. Xbox is trying, but it seems like it's just a little too late. You know what I mean?
0: Mm, does it? Or is it that Microsoft is the one that's communicating now and Sony's just sitting in the corner bitching?
1: Actually, Sony, there was a whole thing where they're talking about that they, they took off their restrictions. and Leaf now turn? And that, well, they said, listen, we're not going to restrict people from making cross-platform. You game developers, you need to make it happen. And they basically washed their hands of it and said, if you don't write the code into your game where it'll function with the Xbox or the, the PC, that's your bad. It's not ours. People stop yelling at us.
0: I mean, that's cool and all, but... We need more than press releases.
1: We talked about Fortnite earlier. Yeah. You can literally play Fortnite on the Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, PC. They that can all play That is a good together.
0: argument in defense of PlayStation, for real. The developers will say, no, Sony doesn't cooperate. Well, they cooperated with... Uh, who Epic. Epic, yes.
1: By the way, did you know Epic bought Rocket League? Bought the company that, that owns Rocket League. Damn. Uh, it's becoming a microtransaction hellscape right now with it. But that's Epic's thing. That's how they made their billions. Yep. Yeah, they made Fortnite. I don't they know, bought... Somebody that probably hates that. Yeah. You know what? My kids aren't on the Fortnite thing. They've they've kind of moved away from well, it. Well, I meant uh, oh. Rick.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, he is not, happy about, yeah, yeah, yeah. not happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microsoft's super not happy about it. He was down with that game.
1: But yeah, for a long time, like all of my kids were playing Fortnite. I mean, occasionally they'll go back and play it, but it's like whatever was there that drew them to it is it's just not there. They all seem to be moving away into different My oldest Loves fighting games. That's his jam. He loves them. They have to be fighting games about superheroes yeah. or Mortal Kombat. Specifically Yeah, but about he loves Mortal Kombat, and then he also loves the Injustice games, which yeah. both fantastic games. Mm-hmm. I played a little bit of MK11 last Sunday. I mean, it's good. It's graphically pleasing. It's a fighting game. I mean, yeah. I love fighting games. My uh, 12-year-old seems to really like... Just weird games right now. He's just on a thing. Dredn'tive Title Five is really what's taking most of his time up. I mean, he's he's about to be on your crew more than I am, but still.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that was a weird game. I thought you were gonna tell about the younger one with the Binding of Isaac. No, no, no. That's what I'm getting into now. My, uh,
1: my, my daughter. She is. Uh, gotcha. She she's just gotcha life, and that's a weird. Do you remember
0: when we were younger? There was an online thing, kind of like Club Penguin, but it's for Chibis. And it was very similar to what they're doing now. And I can't fucking remember what it was called. I don't fucking
1: remember what it's called either.
0: But yeah, it was kind of like Club Penguin, but for like anime chibi people.
1: But see, she likes this anime chibi culture that you're talking Mm -hmm. about here. I'm I'm just waiting for the day that she's going to try to like come at me and say she wants me to buy Honey Pop. Have you ever heard of Honey Pop? No. Honey Pop is a Japanese dating simulator where basically you got to go and you talk these girls into dating you. And they all have dislikes and dislikes. It's like, here, let me train you for how to neg somebody in reality, because you're you're the player, you're the game. That's what it is. But uh, I mean, it is based in that anime world where and the, but there's other like weird cheating Do you not games. play?
0: you not play Booty Call on Newgrounds or anything? No, nah, I didn't play Booty Call. Oh you know, man, Leisure Suit Larry.
1: I did. That's along the same lines, though. By the way, I got that for like thirty cents today. The first one. Yeah, fuck, found it online, part of a bundle. Nice. Shout out, Humble Bundle. So humble, humble. she likes that, and then, like you just said, youngest one—he's all about these weird indie games. Yeah. He loves weird indie games. So you're like you're of Isaac's, you're super
0: meat boys, you're uh, well you know Cuphead. You know, yeah. I mean, that's got a big it. fanfare. Well,
1: it is, but it's still an indie game. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's an indie style, at least.
1: Exactly. There was that? Bendy and the Ink Machine. Yeah. Oh, the gosh. FNAF games. Even my oldest still loves FNAF. Hello, but... fucking neighbor. Yeah, hello, neighbor. It's all these indie games that get like a kind of a cult following, and I'll tell you where they're coming from. It's YouTube specifically. Oh, the following's coming. Yeah. He didn't know what the fuck these games were. I had The Binding of Isaac on the PlayStation literally free. Like, I played it for a while because it reminds me of Smash TV, but... <laughs> It's that same top-down isometric, uh, fucking eight-directional fucking Less shooting. Less blood, games. more turds. Exactly. He uh he came into it and he was like, oh, he just fucking he fell in love with it and he likes those little kishi yeah fucking games and that'll kind of lead me into my next point here. Roblox,
0: the pseudo Minecraft that's become a life of its own now. Yes, totally not even close to a Minecraft it, clone. Now looking it, at it, it started that way, but if you look at it now user content.
1: Yeah, exactly. Who, if you guys don't know what it is, some people don't, but fuck, man, it's, it's pretty. Kids. It, is, it is there. Uh, it is an archiving site of games people have made, some some made by people their own age, some made by full-grown adults mm-hmm. that's full of microtransactions, and they're just games. There's constantly new games may, being made, yep. updated, and they're just
0: random Short attention span. Sound editor's daughter's on this fashion design, fashionista thing on Roblox. Oh, shit. Where really? they uh, pick out outfits and get judged and stuff. It's- oh,
1: shit. There was one uh, uh, Zen was on. Um, she was uh, where like you'd pick an outfit according to a, a topic, like a category. I think that's the same thing, yeah. Oh, then Zen got her on. And
0: then it. they do the runway thing. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep, you got to do it. Fashion show or yeah. whatever it was Some called. Probably 52-year-old dude made that.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's, it's just a thing. Just like, kids love this. My son is obsessed with simulators. Like, you know, a Ninja Simulator. lawn Mowing <laughs> Simulator. Snowblower Simulator. Virtual digging searching. Simulator. Yeah, well, no, not even that. Because he didn't want that. These simulator games are all the same. They're idle games. Yeah. You ever fuck with idle games, like Cookie Clicker? Yeah. Yeah, it's an idle game is all it is. I don't have the heart to tell him. Like, dude, you're just playing an idle game. That is a game design. With no purpose other than to kill time.
0: That was the uh, term I was looking for when you were talking about Candy Crush. Oh, what? Idle Game. Idle Game? Yeah. I I think you called him like Idle Click or something before. I think you had like something else, but yeah, Idle Game Yeah, was what I was was looking uh, for earlier. He
1: he plays those and, and those are his thing,
0: but also fucking Minecraft. Minecraft is fucking revolutionary, though.
1: I'll give it to uh, Mojang, and I'll give it to Xbox even, too, because Xbox owns Mojang now. There's a person I used to work with
0: who told, no, I think that was you
1: that told me this, hmm. that the reason why I liked Minecraft so much Go was ahead. because in that world, I'm in control of everything. Even in a world where I can't control everything, in this world I can. That's why I like it so much. Yep. And at first I was like, that's a fucking asshole thing to say, and then I had time to think about it. And yeah. I was like, This motherfucker's right.
0: It applies to what you were talking about with the flipping house earlier. When you have free range to be in control, it's fun. Even though you do have fun at your job, I'm sure. I do. A lot of times when you're paid to do something, you have to put on an air of professionalism. And, you know, sometimes that just sucks.
1: It really does. But in the Minecraft world, I'm going to say there are stages to it. The stages are, my kids play Minecraft. They go in and play. My son likes being creative. He likes being able not to die and kill monsters and everything. Yep. My daughter loves designing things. Like, look at my house. Look at how cool it is. My my 12-year-old is on one when it comes to designing houses and that thing.
0: He'll get real deep into it some days and just be like, look at my house. You see that porch? Many a time, I'll be leaving the sound engineer's bedroom, and I'll hear, like, the sound of rampant ocelots being spawned in. Oh, yeah. Meow, 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 meow,
1: meow. But see, even then, Minecraft for the PC is, is a modded world. They add things. Mm-hmm. It's almost nothing like the game itself once you play a modded Minecraft game. They're almost like two different games. Yeah.
0: I kind of think of it like um, once you get a cracked version of Santa Andreas that allows mods on the PC. Oh, yeah. It's no longer Santa Andreas anymore when you're making your own missions that involve Batman shit.
1: Here you are. You take a game that, in theory, it's all the same. You're all doing the same thing. You're building shit. You're gathering things. You're you're doing all the things you need to do. But now it's a level of complexity that makes it harder. My kids have tried multiple times. Here, put a mod on there. We want this mod. <laughs> and it's like they want the mods that create chaos in the game. And it's like, that's fine. Listen. Do you have the chaos? It doesn't bother me, but in my world, I don't want that. I want to build skyscrapers. I want to, yeah, yeah, I want to build electrical systems. I want dragons to fly down and attack me. I want
0: to create art in an obscure manner.
1: Oh, exactly. Yes. Yes. Got off track there a little bit when we were talking about games, but I think Minecraft's revolutionary because it's just sandbox games in general.
0: Mm -hmm. Now
1: I'm gonna go back to the stealth thing we talked about. Let's go all the way back to the beginning when we're talking about stealth in games here. Sandbox is another one of those things that if it's not done right, it feels forced.
0: Yeah. Have you ever tried playing APB? No. It's a GTA clone, not in the way that Saints Row has its own feel. This one doesn't. It feels more like DC Universe Online. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's more of an MMO feel more than just a sandbox feel. You lose something personal when you invite thousands of people. Well, I mean, I'm not
1: even talking about the thousands of people playing. I'm talking about a world that's open. If you play Skyrim, Mm -hmm. it feels natural. It feels like... This is a world you can explore. You'd be like, look at that cliff up there. I saw that cliff. I'm going to take a screenshot from this cliff. I once showed my aunt. She came to my house way back in the day when Skyrim was out on the PC. And she asked me, why do you like this? She's like, it looks pretty. I was like, the reason why I like this is I climbed to the highest mountain in the game. And I stood on the peak. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said, do you see that mountain range over there? And she goes, yeah, I see it. The sun's coming up over it. I said, I can go to that mountain range. I was like, I can go and stand on that peak and look back and see this peak. This can, is yeah. a world that I'm inside
0: of. I can decide to end a future in Adventurers' endeavors with a single arrow on the way there, if I please. Exactly. You could be just minding your own business. I could eliminate every bear I
1: find in this world until there are no more bears. Yeah. But see, that that feels like the game was designed... With that purpose, that that open world, that this is finality. Yes, exactly.
0: This that's is... what I loved about Fallout Three is the finality of Megaton's gone; those people don't come back.
1: Yeah, if you kill the Thane in White Run, yes. which you can do, yes. he's fucking gone, and yeah. you can't go back to White Run. Yeah. White Run's fucked. Everything that's there is fucked. You can't and go in; you get killed lot on sight. A story. Yes, it is. But then GTA—that's open world. It feels right. You're in a world. You can drive down a street. You can see people walking. You go to fucking Grove Street. There's ballers there. Yep. I you think, know what I mean?
0: I think the benefit of that is how GTA Online breaks it up into smaller open world exactly. things. Because like I said. Each
1: area is sealed behind an yeah, uh, area of the story.
0: Well, I was talking about online too for the, because uh, we were comparing, I was talking about multiplayers too, the way DC Universe felt less personal. Oh, yeah. GTA only lets a certain amount of, you know, X amount of players. It's not everybody logging in at the same time is sitting here running around Gotham headquarters. Exactly. And it just feels more personal that way. Everybody on your servers and your cell phone contacts, stuff like that. It just has a personal touch that I, I really appreciate over other games that sandbox multiplayer and just miss that.
1: Yeah, well, and I'll go, I'll go to some games that do it right and some that I feel do it wrong. Okay. World of Warcraft. I don't know if you've never played WoW before, never. I'm assuming.
0: No, I never jumped.
1: I played the original, what, what they call Vanilla WoW, what everybody's <laughs> calling classic now.
0: The Christian Grey WoW. Yeah,
1: exactly. So in that world... You could go anywhere you wanted. You could go to any place you wanted. There were dangers that stopped you. Each area had a specific level cap that you needed to be to accurately survive there. Nice. If you went to an area that was not your level, was way above you, everything would be skull and crossbones and they would fucking kill you. (laughs) Like, it was, it punished you for trying to do it. You needed to be strong enough to go there. Yeah. As opposed to, like, Fallout, where fucking go where you want. You're going to fucking die. That's not true
0: either. What do you mean? You couldn't go in front of the Capitol. Before level five, you couldn't go to the north. Old only before level ten because of the death claws there. The super mutants were just the highest level with mini guns in front of the capital.
1: Now, question: Was that because you needed to do something in story to make that where you could go there, or was it just before level five you couldn't do it? Well, you'd it was like it. you
0: said about the stealth thing where it wouldn't allow you to. At certain, they would just over and come you there. Oh, okay, I see. What That's you what up. it was, and they would tell you like when you start the game, they're like, "If you do the gossip, you know how it goes in the RPG games. You get all the gossip." And then after that, like, you hear, you know, don't go to the capital. It's dangerous. There's giant super mutants with guns. And there are storylines that take you there. But in the story, you should have progressed enough to at least have a challenge.
1: That follows the same mechanic that World of Warcraft does. These things are fucking too strong and you don't have the equipment. You need to make it there. Yeah. That being said, I've played several MMOs where it's like, oh, you have an open world. You can go wherever you want. Yes, you will be penalized for going to these places. But there's safe routes where you can just walk through these zones and go to these places and you'll get quests that are five times higher than your level that you can't even dream to complete. You
0: might as well just pay to go through the level.
1: Exactly. But then that's what I'm talking about. And yeah. Games like that, they're open world games, but they feel like it's like, oh, we made a world, but they didn't give you a reason to well, go yeah. through the stuff. Like I said, when you were talking about the Capitol in Fallout 3, there's a mission. Yeah. You got to go to the radio station, mm-hmm. there, if I remember correctly. Yep. So you had a reason to go there. You Good could to go to the
0: relay from the space museum.
1: Yeah, yep. you, could, you could go there if you wanted to. If you said they say, fuck it, but Fallout's not a fuck it game. Let's just go do what we're going to do. Yeah,
0: it's a storyline-driven. Fallout 3 especially yeah. is just storyline-driven heavy.
1: And in the story of Grand Theft Auto, you kind of had to unlock each area due to, like, a bridge was down because of construction, or, you know, you just couldn't make yeah. it there. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it gave you a reason why to continue doing the that story. Was, uh,
0: that was GTA 3 that started that, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I forgot all about that mechanic. I've been on online so long. Yeah.
1: That being said, those games do it right. A disingenuous open world game feels like they put you in a world with no reason to do what you needed to do. You know what I mean? Like, here we are, we're in a world, you get dropped into it, and they say, go do you. Even Skyrim yeah. has a quest chain
0: you can yeah. follow. GTA, it's to become a kingpin one way or another, be the be a criminal. Yeah, exactly. Make money. In it, it Fallout, a you're just
1: trying to survive, or in like 4, you're trying to find your son. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have a reason.
0: And then eventually figuring out the fate of the fucking lands.
1: I feel like open world's one of those things that are starting to be in everything. Yeah. But not everything needs to be open world. No. It's, it's perfectly fine to have a game where,
0: hey, you're only in this region. Like Max Payne did. Yeah, Max Payne was like that. You could. It was segmented story. I was gonna say that about Wii. My favorite Wii games, other than the competition sports and stuff, are like House of the Dead, the on rail oh, games. Yeah, where you can just point and it takes you and you shoot. I I, I really time
1: crisis. Games, yes, yeah.
0: I think a step back to those would be pretty cool too. Occasionally, you lose something in quality
1: when everything has to be. Available for anyone at any time. Yeah. There's a reason why it took so long between when Oblivion came out and when Skyrim came out. They put time into yes. it. Yes. It was definitely a step forward. hmm That's just what you need. I mean, granted, that step's getting faster and faster because of the technology and everything, but let's talk about, you know, I'm an avid D&D fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I play it and everything. That is a story-driven game mm-hmm. that's in an open world, but it never feels like an open world. Yeah. Now, you... Know the world's there. You know you could go do whatever, me as a DM, when I say, hey, where do you guys want to go? You could literally pull a map out, point your finger at it, and go there, and we will go do something there. But that's not where the story's at. Oh, yeah. The story's at wherever you're at at the point, and then you have reasons to go to different places. Even in an open world where you can do that not all games have to.
0: Yeah. Sometimes straying away from the narrator's light isn't always the best. I'm in a game right now where
1: we are in one city in the world. It's a massive city. It's like New York City, multiple layered, the Kowloon walled city in China. It's basically built like that on top of itself. Oh, it's like Mega City
0: 1. Oh, yeah.
1: We're in a city like that with these big towers. I mean, there's plenty of places to go. It's massive. Yeah. We could play this whole game in just this area and it'd be perfectly fine. (laughs) We don't have to go gallivant around the world. We don't gotta go to different dimensions. Hmm. Like, a good story should be able to hold up without you basically being able to go like, okay, go do whatever you want. It's yeah. It's like, no, I don't necessarily want to make my own story up all the time. Yeah. Tell me a story. There's a reason why people still read. I'm an avid reader. My yeah. girlfriend, I know the sound editor, she's an avid reader. Mm-hmm. You have plenty of books sitting over mm-hmm. there on the side of your desk there. I like what I like. Books are not open world adventures.
0: Whoa, 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 shout out to Earl Stein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, for real, you're right. Yeah, they are a guided story yeah, and they're... you're right, that's missing from games that have just the open element and don't have any backing to them. Yeah, but then we
1: go back to the thing we are talking about where RPGs where we don't have enough time in the day to sit down and play this open-world, massively designed game. But they
0: can be conciser. Maybe the next Elder Scrolls can be $30 and a two-part game, and you pay 60 for two great shorter games over the span of a year. Yeah. And get your full fill, fill, fill. Yeah, without having to feel rushed, without seeing spoilers on YouTube before you got there. The
1: Uncharted games. I don't know if you've ever played any of uh-huh. them. There's four of them, yeah. and number four won Game of the Year when it came out. Yeah, and I know why. Naughty Dog's great. Yeah, Na- Naughty Dog's great. Last of Us, yes. fucking a yes, self-contained yes. zombie story. Like mm-hmm. right? you know what I mean? That, that's another Everyone one of those felt
0: open world, but it wasn't
1: yeah no definitely wasn't you were always you were always on rails going someplace yeah. doing something those games the nathan drake thing it's a story about him he's a tre- he's basically a nana jones is what he is yeah he's, he's a treasure hunter except he's not an archaeologist he wouldn't a be hunter.
0: in these situations if not for something exactly
1: there's something that's causing him to do it and and it keeps you on there and everyone the story is enthralling the voice action is great the graphics are beautiful i mean it's just everything's put together the way it should be and i really feel like indie games that's why they're have a massive resurgence over the last probably what 10 years would you say yeah this is a pixel game my dad had asked me once why do you play this game minecraft looks blocky he said why do you play it like you own playstation 4 i've seen this game looks like people like this game over here looks like it's real people yeah why are you playing this and it's like i can feel
0: the love coming through the controller
1: i know someone spent time to do this it doesn't have to be 4k graphics
0: yeah to be enjoyable no
1: like I said, Binding of Isaac. I Man, I played Shovel Knight for such a long time. Like
0: I, I will constantly sacrifice graphics for story. Oh, yeah. Every time. Even just for solid gameplay, I would sacrifice most graphics. Oh, yeah, dude, I was graphics. about to say that.
1: I, I Honestly, if you got a good 8-bit game, like Broforce. You ever played Broforce? <laughs> no,
0: but it looks amazing.
1: It is a game where you're going from left to right. There's explosions. And <laughs> when you die, you become a different 80s and 90s action hero. <laughs> it's quirky. It's all 8-bit. There's blood. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's whole thing, but... The game's fun. Yeah. The game's great. It's it's simple. It's easy to do. You can sit down with your friends and play it. Yep. Shit, Gang Beasts. Gang Beasts. Not, yeah, not, Gang Beasts is amazing. Not the most graphically pre- pleasing game. No. I mean, it's but... pretty. It's smooth. It runs great. But it's a simple game where
0: you're Jelly using- jell physics. Yeah. yeah.
1: jello physics to fucking fight people. Yeah.
0: You know? Humans Fall Flat. Xander was on that for a minute. It's a crazy puzzle game. Yeah. It is a really good game, too.
1: There's something to be said about, you know, games that are influential, not because they broke the mold that no one's ever been there before. Because there's plenty of games that you're just like, fuck me. I did not even think that this was possible from a game. Can you think of one of those?
0: I'm not entirely sure how well it fits. But I think just based on what happened after its release and the fact that it basically inadvertently created the Call of Duty franchise, I think Half-Life fits. Do you? Because the Counter-Strike mod that came off Half-Life was probably the start of first-person shooting as we know it today.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, there were games before it, like... uh you know, your Medal of Honor's mm-hmm. made that where you don't immediately die. There's no hit points. You just have, like, a shield, basically, yeah. and you go back. But, yeah, half Life story, dude. There's still a reason why people play it and want a fucking third one so much.
0: <laughs> Mr. Freeman. Graphics weren't the best in the world. I mean, obviously, it's a PC game, so it could be good or bad, depending on your system. But... Yeah, but that goes back to, I would love a fucking, just a flat remaster. I don't even care if you update the graphics. I just want to play Half-Life on a goddamn console again. Oh, yeah. Or at all at all. At all. Plus then also thinking more into it. Half-Life 2 came with the orange box and Team Fortress and Portal. Oh yeah, dude. Which I love Portal. Yeah, it's you're amazing. just a Valve guy. You like all the same. Valve also made Left, Left 4 Dead. dead. Yep, yeah. They did and you know the company that made Steam.
1: Yeah, exactly. They are they're, they're in that Steam life from right From the now. company
0: that can't count to 3. <laughs> I'm still waiting on Portal 3 most of all, Valve, by the way. Yeah. Sleeper alert. <laughs> Mine, is we touched on it a little bit, Mortal Kombat. Dude, no
1: doubt. Mortal Kombat, specifically because of that game, games have ratings now. Yeah. It infuriated people, being like, your children cannot see this blood. Like, it is no... You, just Like you said, certain game systems couldn't even fucking have blood. You had to put a code in yeah. to turn the blood on in the first Mortal Kombat. Yep, yep, yep. Now, yep. fast forward to Mortal Kombat 10... Bone breakers. Yep, like they—they they literally shows people getting like bones snapped and necks broken, and like yep, it, the the blood's there now.
0: It's a graphic illustration of Uber violence. Exactly. They just went 32 instead of went going down.
1: Exactly. So you got these realistic characters because you know the first Mortal Kombat was almost like
0: pictures mm-hmm. fighting.
1: Yep. And there's blood, and it caused just a stir. And I was garbage you know,
0: blood like come
1: on. yeah. In this day and age, if I were to tell my children, hey, you know that game you love so much? There needs to be blood in it. They'd be like, no, it. I, I just broke his skull Air open. Roar. Yeah. Hey, in
0: my day, you know,
1: we had yeah. to pay a quarter
0: for our turn.
1: They would look at me like I was insane. Yeah. Because it makes no sense. There's a disconnect there. Like, what do you mean World Combat doesn't have blood? It's one of the bloodiest damn games on the system.
0: Not as Chip had ahead' our way.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, but then again, it, it was revolutionary in the point that even with the rating system, which everyone was like, this is going to fix it. This is going to fix it. Kids aren't going to be able to play these games if you put a rating on them. Come on
0: now. Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Thank you. I yeah. do think the ratings are a good idea, but for observant parents. Not so much as a preventative measures, but my daughter can go to fourteen. She's not fourteen, but I think she has the mental capacity to understand the difference and play these games.
1: Listen, I have a twelve year old. I know people are probably going to look at me bad. There's a scene in Grand Theft Auto V where you have to torture someone. Yeah, legit. Pick a jumper cable. Pick a thing. I, I had to make my. And it's t- not as grisly as people yeah. made it out. It's
0: it's. I mean, the tooth part's gnarly, but yeah.
1: I had to, I had my ten and uh, I asked the, my 12-year-old not to play the game yeah. while they were around because I, I feel like they're just a bit too young. Yeah. He's way more grown up than they are. Yeah. He's he's stays by himself, he can take care. Of, honestly, if we had food and water in the house, he he could survive. Yeah, he would make it, you know. Not saying my kids couldn't make it, they could make it just fine, but he's he's got the mental fortitude to be able to handle it. Yeah. So that's why I don't have any issue with him as long as he wasn't, you know, that specific scene, you know, but even then he's so desensitized to it and his brother is and all kids their age they're just like oh it's a torture scene whatever well hurry up come on man i gotta steal this bugatti and get out of here like they're just it's it's nothing to them and i know people who have literally rick specifically said he didn't play that game because of that reason like he didn't want to torture somebody it was just a thing Because there's no way around it. Storyline, you have to do it. It's part of the storyline.
0: Yeah, but he also fucking saves the dude's life and fucking lets him go instead yeah. of fucking turning him over there. F- but, but that's
1: but that's the thing. It's not for everybody. I know people that specifically and won't play didn't glory it games. Help catch
0: a terrorist in the game. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, does he not watch Twenty Four? No, he doesn't. Okay. Well, at least he has solidarity with him over there on Lonely Island, America. I I I like to live vicariously to the fourth wall. What can I say? Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to torture someone because I did it as Trevor.
1: If you play the Deadpool game that came out here a while phenomenal. back... It was phenomenal. It was very good. And it's gory as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that's just the way it is. That character's designed to be that way. Now, I'm not a fan of gore for gore's sake. It, games that are just basically like... It, unless it goes the full circle, as in it's so gory, it becomes comical.
0: And ironic. Like, uh, Madhouse on the Wii was probably one of those, right? No More Heroes is probably a good one, too.
1: Uh, Dan Cummins was talking about that saying something violent to your partner is only bad when you don't make it so ridiculous that there's no way that it could feasibly possibly be. I hate you so much. I'm going to uppercut your head off your body until it flies into the moon. Yeah. You know, it's become comical at yes. that point. You know, it's just like, oh, well, that's not real. Yeah. No, no. You know, like this. Kids are like, I told my son, he loves creepypastas. I love them. And I, I sat down with him. He just turned nine. And I said, uh, hey, bud you know these aren't real. And he looked at me, and I thought I was being like, you're a good dad, Charles. You're a good dad. Hmm. You're sitting here trying to talk to me, making sure you understand. He looked at me, again, like I had hit my head, and he was like, yeah, I know they're not. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bud, I was just want to let you know. He's like, yeah, they're not real. Can I go back to this over here?
0: My day, we had already afraid of the dark to scare us, you little ingrate.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just like he was just saying that it's not real was like, he he didn't understand why I was stooping down to he that level. the code behind creepy yeah. before they even write them. Now, yeah. I mean, at one point he was watching this guy. I was like, "Ooh, this three AM stuff." And he's like, "The dark web." I was like, "Well, the dark web is actually a thing. Yes, yeah. that's that's legit that's a, a thing. real thing." And he was wanting to order potions off of it. and I explained to him, I was like, "Dude, that's not a place. Like, they're making fun of the of the dark web. That's a real place
0: where real shit goes and it's down. Much more dangerous than the yeah. imaginary one. Exactly.
1: Like, you want the." Oh, it's just shit happening on Dark Web Creepypastas. That's tame compared to some fucking gnarly shit that's going on. Yeah. But even then, after I explained it to him, he was like, oh, and he just moved on. Let's do something called Charlie's Rapid Top 5. What are your top five real quick? Uh, number one, Zelda. Always. Yeah. All day. Uh, after that is going to be Mario, Super Mario World on the NES. Oh, nice. Uh, then I'm going to go with...
0: Oh, stop! Stop Don't rushing me. Pikachu. Yeah, you know it's Pokemon capture.
1: Oh, no, my Pokemon. Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> no, but Pokemon's on that list. Yeah, of Pokemon things. Yeah. yeah, Pokemon's a, a great game. Ch- changed the game. Fucking mobile game. and came back with a force after that came out. Uh, after that, I'm going to say it's most likely going to be World of Warcraft because I think it's a it's a very influential game. It kind of changed the game. Uh, and then after that, the sleeper. <sighs> Breathe into the
0: mic. uh Red
1: Dead, really? Red Dead Revolver,
0: Revolver. Huh? Ah, yeah, yes, the first one. I, I haven't played the second one. These up to the uh Revolver or Redemption?
1: No, not the first. Redemption one.
0: has a sequel. Did Revolver have a sequel? Red Dead Revolver is the first one. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, but you, uh, you said the second one, and I'm like, well, no, no, no Not the, the second. Did you the lasso one. up people and tie them train tracks? Uh, I don't think you could do that in the first oh, one. Oh, that's why the second. That's why Redemption wins yeah, for me then. But but that's a
1: game that the reason why I'm putting that on there is that's one of those games I feel like transitioned very well into a story based linear game into a good open world game. Yeah. While I don't like it, I'm, I'm not a fan of westerns, but it's good. It's fucking good. I mean, it's Grand Theft Auto with
0: horses. Yeah. And uh, that's that's you know that's an untapped market I didn't think of. What, Where horses? the fuck is my Grand Theft Auto in Victorian era? Oh yeah. I mean, not to shit on Syndicate, but honor honorable mention the uh, Assassin's Creed games. The yeah, Syndicate, I, I, yeah. I think Syndicate
1: might be my favorite. Black flag, the... black flag all day. I don't know, I'm a Ship pirate. Dude. Steering is lame. I know it is, but I got to fucking fire pirate ships. You're and a I got bare to be knuckle a pirate. boxing out here. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm asking people if they need they dogs they dags checked. Yeah, you like dags? All right. Do you like dags? Mm-hmm. So
1: I know we kind of scatter shot it across this mm-hmm. whole conversation here, but uh, hopefully we kept it somewhat about video games, uh, console wars. That was brutal. We lost some good soldiers in that. Yep. Sonic, specifically.
0: Well, I mean, we didn't lose him. I'd say we lost Echo. He's a whore now. We might have lost Vector, man.
1: We we did. We definitely lost Vector, man. He's
0: gone. Has anybody heard from Earthworm Jim? (laughs) (laughs) Earthworm Jim's been a coke addict since the 80s. (laughs) He's probably dead somewhere. Does anybody know? No, the Gecko one was on PlayStation. Yeah, Gex, man. Gex or whatever.
1: Gex all day, man. But uh,
0: that's going to about do it for us. I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, If I call it a nom de plume, does it offend you less? What's a nom de plume? A pseudonym.
1: I mean, you can call it a feathered hat for all you want. I'm probably still going to mess it up.
0: Well, this has been White Gravy and Charlie Seen out. Bye. (laughs) Bye.